Hello, our listeners. How are we doing today? What's up, you guys? I'm um, Emily. I'm Joanna. And this is Sister Combo. Cue the intro. All right, you guys. Okay. I keep wanting to interrupt you. Hi, Joanna. How are you this week? Um, I think this week I'm doing pretty well. I don't nothing dramatic has happened. I'm just working quite a bit. Still going through trying to look for a place before I have to move out of my current spot. Um, so doing that. But other than that, I'm just working, you know, got a new camera, gonna level up on my content. So if y'all haven't already, go to Joanna Denise on YouTube and subscribe and then go to Joanna Denise on Instagram and follow. We'd gravely appreciate it. We're trying to stop working for the man, start working for ourselves. So we love some support and obviously follow this podcast. Of course. Emily, how have you been this week? First of all, if you're not following this podcast, what are you doing? Second mm-hmm. of all, I'm just kidding. Second of all, oh, it's my week has been okay. Um, it started hailing out of nowhere today, so that really sucked. And I'm talking like the ground is covered. It's like mm-hmm. snow, basically. So that was fun after having a few days of it being 50 and 70. That's Michigan for you. Like, it's well, I can't wait to get out. But other than that, I've nothing really too crazy. Uh, our intro can be pretty short today. Uh, do we have news? Is it too early to say that we have news? Yeah, maybe next week we'll have news. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guess we'll have news next week. Anyway, uh, we noticed today that New York just became the 19th state to legalize recreational marijuana. Yay. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking we could use that as an opportunity to kind of talk about like our journey with pot and because we do use recreationally, me medically. <laughs> me medically, technically. Yeah. You should get a card. But do I need one? I mean, you do live in California, so I don't really see the point. But I mean, I bet you could get like better stuff. But literally, the only thing that I do is edibles. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, I've never even thought until you said that right now, I've never thought of actually getting a card. I'm like, I don't need one because I can literally go to the thousands of dispensaries that are in California or in a technically in L.A. and get what I want and which I do. So I'm like, well, if I ever move to a country, a country, a state that isn't legalized, which probably would never happen. That's probably when I would think about getting a card. Right. Well, how do you want to start this? Do you want to start with my journey or yours? Um, I think we should start with yours. Okay. With your journey. Um, yeah. Well, I started smoking in my teens. And the first person I ever smoked with was my mom. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because, I mean, she wasn't stupid. She was like, hey, so you're getting around the age where, like, I started smoking pot and, like, you know, your uncle, all your relatives basically and she's like and I'm not gonna sit here and say that you can't but I am gonna sit here and say that you can't without me so I was like oh okay well then I want to try and I hated it the first time really oh man the taste sucked the first time because I didn't know how to smoke I've never smoked before right 
like not cigarettes, nothing. I just like, I think I hit it wrong. I must've like held all the smoke in my mouth cause I didn't know how to inhale. <laughs> but man, that taste stayed in my mouth for so long and I hated it. That's so funny. But I would really only smoke when I had like really bad migraines mm-hmm. because like, I just, I'd rather not, I'd rather do that instead of pill, like take pills. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that can be anything from something heavy to like Tylenol. It yeah. just, I prefer smoking. And honestly, like side note, we should all, we should just stop taking like medicine altogether and get like natural stuff. Like I'll send you a link to Amber's closet okay. where she does all of her holistic things. Um, because honestly, I feel like I have stomach issues because I used to take ibuprofen so much when I was younger and ibuprofen thins out your stomach lining. Oh yeah, that's right. So I feel like that's why I have like a lot of stomach issues now because I used to not have as many issues as I do today. Right. I don't take ibuprofen anymore unless I absolutely, absolutely need it. Like I am in dire pain. See, I only do like ibuprofen and like Advil. Yeah, I'll take it. I have like a big bottle of extra drink Tylenol that my roommate left me before she went back to her country. But that's nice. Yeah, it was because with COVID, they'd say don't take ibuprofen, don't take this, only take uh, Tylenol. How about the first time that you uh, that you started smoking? The first time I tried smoking, like I tried to take a puff of my mom's cigarette. Oh, no, I mean weed. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, actually smoking. Um, I think the first time that I actually smoked smoke was my 11th, my 11th birthday. Um, I had a birthday party with, like, all of my friends. And my next-door neighbor had given us a joint she rolled and, like, a, a, uh, like a mug of vodka and orange juice. Oh, my God. And we all, like, stood, like, went to my – went on my balcony and smoked this joint. And that's – Oh my God, <laughs> you guys, um, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, go over to our Instagram. I will post the video that we made on my 11th birthday. <laughs> I haven't even seen that. What? Wait, uh, when um, <laughs> um, it's one of my friends slapping my other friend and I didn't have a computer that didn't have audio. So you can't hear the commentary that's being said in the video, which is so fucking funny, but it's literally from like 2009 or 2010. And um, we were high. We had all smoked and just sitting in my living room, tweaking the fuck out. Why did she slap her? Cause she asked her to. She's like, I can't feel anything. And I'll tell you who these people are. Well, I mean, you can edit out. I'm sorry. Why the hell would you voluntarily get hit by that woman? Exactly. So it was funny. Second off, what is she fucking watch 13? He's like, slap me. I can't, I can't feel it. I swear. I can't feel it. Slap me. Okay. Did she just watch fucking 13? Huh? That movie 13? No. Isn't that part? Isn't that from that movie? No, I don't think so. Yeah, when oh, they, yes, it is. is. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, but I don't think I don't think that's why. I think she was just like I think Marco wanted to slap her, and she was like, "Okay, you can slap me." And then she's like, "No, slap me, slap me." It was yeah, it was it's funny. It's like I want to slap her. It was it was, it was crazy for it to be eleven. It's funny. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that was the first time that I smoked. I will post the video on our Instagram. So if you guys go watch it. 
Um, and then my mom found out years later that that happened. Yeah. The first time ever, it's a totally different story. (laughs) I was going to say, was that the first time you ever got like stoned? Yeah, basically. And then the next time after that I did, cause I wasn't a smoker. Like I didn't, I didn't like to smoke. Mm-hmm. I my lungs are weak for that. Um, was with my brother, my um, brother on my dad's side and my cousin. And we like, were walking around Chicago at night smoking and we hit, we did two blinds. <laughs> and I was like, yo, the sidewalk, the sidewalk is leaning. Like it's leaning. And then it was like a party. I don't remember why everybody was at our house, at my grandma's house, but we, me and Chastity ended up going back. Our eyes were red as shit. We're sitting sitting in the kitchen. I think I'm making myself a grilled cheese. And my mom, my aunt, my cousin are looking at us and they're like, what's wrong with y'all? Oh shit. This is your first time getting high. And they're like literally like going in on us. And I'm just laughing. And my mom's looking (laughs) Well, she was about, I think I had to been about 16 at this time. I want to say the first time I ever got like stone stoned was with, um, should I try to like mix up their name? It doesn't matter. I'll just balk it out. So mm-hmm. we, Wait, really? yeah, it, remember when we all were high and went to your work at, um, leaf green or orange leaf. No, I don't remember this. I hardly remember working at Orange Leaf, even though I was there for two years or a year and a half. Two years. I just like, I remember because we were with his uncle, his uncle when he was still alive. And he, uh, yeah, we just all passed around like a blunt or two. I don't remember. Oh, I do remember this. And, and y'all were back to your work and you got so mad because we smelled so bad. I was like, what is, oh my God, I do remember this. Y'all are acting so dumb. And I was like, what is going on? What the fuck? Okay. Side, side, like preface or whatever. I growing up was a prude. Uh, I looked down upon sex. I looked down upon smoking. I looked down upon drug use because like in my, like my background, I'm not even gonna say it was like religious purposes, but like people who had associated themselves with that didn't really amount to anything. And um, like people who smoked weed, they like just smoked weed and weren't productive people. Right. So that's what I saw. So that's what I associated it with. So whenever like they would come to my work, like, hi, I would be so, like, I was so mad. I'm like, why would y'all even do that? Blah, 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 blah. Um, plus they were just acting like really dumb. Oh, we so. were hella dumb. This is when weed still affected me. Yeah. I do remember that because you did say that you like, there was this one time where like you came over, what was it? Two weekends in a row. And I was just messed up both times. And you were just like, I'm really worried about you and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, it's really not that deep. But you were so sure that I was like going through something so horrible because I was just like enjoying my weekends with experimenting with drugs. Yeah, because it's like, I just like, I don't like this. I think that something's going on. And I'm just sitting here like, nope, I'm just enjoying my weekends. Yeah. And I feel like and it's also like, you know, you see in movies and things that um, when people are going through things, they indulge in drugs. And I feel like in some ways, like I'm I'm do I do I'm doing now what you were doing then. Like I use, like, I, I used to not use edibles at all. Like I'd be like, Oh, I just do it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I'm used to the feeling and I'm used to like how I am on it. So like my, my roommates don't do anything. They're, they don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't do anything. I drink and I smoke or mm-hmm. I, and I use um, edibles. So it almost feels like you're the new uh, me. Yeah, basically like, I don't think they're not judging me because um, one of my roommates, she does, she will, she used to do like edibles, but she doesn't do them anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I'm doing is just experimenting or if I have like a really bad headache or I'm just like dealing with a lot, I will like have a drink or whatever. But what I was used to seeing is that people who use drugs frequently are going through something and trying to cover up pain with alcohol, weed, heroin, drugs like that. And I used to always say that weed is a gateway drug. <laughs> for the record, I wasn't doing heroin. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Um, for the listeners, she was not doing heroin. But like that was, I was like, it's just, a, I don't want you to go down the wrong road. And weed is a gateway drug. Was I literally remember saying that to you. Yeah. And I remember just chuckling because <laughs> we didn't have, we didn't have the vocabulary that we have now where you could have been like, Hey, I'm just experimenting with yeah. you. So like where down the line did you stop seeing it as a drug and start seeing it as more of a medication? I don't even think I really see it as, a, as, um, as a medication. Oh no. I would say I started seeing it more as a medication when other forms started being introduced. Like there's oils, there's sugar, like they started putting it in other things so that people could use it as a medicine. Um, And when I found out what THC was Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, like, cause if you're not in the weed world, you don't know anything about it. Like I still like, I don't smoke. So I don't know about, um, it took me a while to get into kind of sativa in my brain and then different strands and then different things do this and a lot of cross brands and all that stuff. Like there are a lot of things that you don't know about the weed industry. So right. once I started learning a little bit more about what it was and how, how it was, I was like, Oh, okay. Um, my mom was like in a lot of pain. So I knew that like CBD helped pain and CBD is in weed. So I was like, okay, if she's using this and it's making her feel better, I mean, it can't be that bad because I was always used to her smoking weed and then being like, like kind of, you know, not checked out, but weed does kind of give people like a, a float Mm-hmm. or a float at what is, I don't even know like a float personality like you don't think so hard you're kind of just like in your own little zone depending mm-hmm. on how it affects you so I would say probably around when I got out of probably like senior year slash when I got out of high school is when I started actually turning the switch about a lot of a lot of things that I used to think about one because I lost my virginity when I was 19 so two years after I graduated high school or a year year half after I graduated high school I lost my virginity kind of shifted my views on sex during that time um drugs because I started doing I started smoking a little a little bit more and I started doing edibles a little bit more mm-hmm. and then I feel like I kind of just like took off because I moved to LA and it's readily available and I can actually go in and like read and like look at things that I want and ask questions versus like us having to find some guy 
that knows another guy that makes it or grows it. Oh my God. That was always the worst. Like, I'm so glad that in Michigan and I mean, California, but in Michigan that it's legal now, because like, I remember trying to find a guy or find someone. And then I'd have to like go through a bunch of friends and be like, Hey, can you get anything? And they'll all say no. So I'll like ask my parents and they'll say no. And it's just like, I literally have to go through all my, I like literally had to go through my contacts to try to see if anyone could sell anything. And it's right. so nice now that I, we can just go to the store and we can walk outside with it without fear of getting in trouble. Right. Because it was like, you had to hide it. And like, for some, for some reason, for some reason, I don't really remember what I was going to talk, but I never actually felt that I would get in trouble if I ever had it. Cause I never had, like, I never smoked, so I never had it on me. And if I ever got pulled over and I had just had like cookies or a brownie or a rice krispie treat, they're not going to be like, Oh, what's that? They're gonna, it looks exactly what the fuck it is. It's a rice krispie treat. Right. But honestly, like living in LA, it's just so normalized. You don't have to think about it. You're just literally doing it. But I think it's so fascinating that it literally as soon as it became legalized in other, in other areas, people started popping up businesses and they're like million dollar businesses. Like there's this, this one person that comes to my hotel a lot. He looks like he's about 18 and he, he makes like $5,000 like every two weeks off of making edibles and he comes he like comes to LA stays at our hotel and he will box it up in our hotel and then send it out not like send it out through us but like he like would bring all of his products and I think he sells edibles I'm pretty sure he sells edibles and he he's like yeah I got all my friends into it like we all like do it and I remember a couple of months ago he had like tried to try tried to do dry cleaning with us and the dry cleaner for some reason lost his shirt and we were trying to figure out like okay like how much the shirt was and it was a five hundred dollar shirt and I was like how is this kid 18 18 19 20 and has a five hundred dollar shirt what the fuck do you do so a couple months later I asked him and he told me he's like yeah I'm in the cannabis business and I make like a lot of money doing it and I was like Okay. Makes me rethink some things. Yeah, it really does. Cause it's not, it's not hard if you out. Cause I've seen like this TikTok that was like, it showed like a gummy, like a peach ring. And then it, they had a little dropper with like yep. oil in it and then dropped it. And they were like, if you know, you know, mm-hmm. you put the oil on it, you just douse it in some more powdered sugar and don't taste like nothing. Exactly. So I was like, you know what? Let me find out. See, if you lived if you if you lived out here, we would have like a little side business going. Well, I feel like if you lived out here, a lot of things would be easier. Don't look at me like that. That place is too damn expensive for me. You you should just move. So then we could actually make money. Then debating leaving LA. Me? Yes. I've, I've only debated leaving LA because the people here are cold. True, and I'm a warm ass hug, so. <laughs> I can't. So it's just, it's, LA is, LA is LA. You honestly, I feel like if I had, if I had a solid friend group and like people that I hung out with, it wouldn't be a problem. But the fact that I, it's hard finding that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there is another aspect of like the weed lifestyle that people kind of overlook. But like, would you, Emily, being like a smoker, like it's a part of your daily routine. 
Mm-hmm. Would you say it's a part of your daily routine? Oh, yeah. Um, could you date somebody who wasn't a smoker? Yeah, I could. I think it would... They would just have to be okay with me smoking. I mean, I would definitely, like, cut down for somebody. But I wouldn't stop. Just because it does help me with medication. Or my medication. It does help me with migraines. And it does, you know, keep my appetite fluctuating. So what is what is the number one reason that you smoke? Migraines mainly. Usually if I go without or... It really just all depends. Um, stress relief is one of them now. Uh, but when I first started smoking, it was because my migraines would get so bad that I would have... Would I... Ugh, I would be seeing spots and like... After my migraines, my jaw would be so sore from, like, clenching so hard because my head hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. And I still get that type of migraine. So it really helps combat that because if I, like, when I wasn't smoking, I would get them maybe three times a month. Oh, wow. And if I just, like, if I smoke a bowl a day, I just feel more relaxed and I feel like it just kind of helps regulate the migraine because there are some days where I'll skip, but when I do the next day, I can feel it just like kind of conjuring in the back of my skull. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever have those? Yeah, I do. But for like, me, it like yeah. I only get those because like, obviously I have like huge boobs and the pressure of my bra and my boobs on my shoulders and my back will build up tension. And then that'll like make, um, tighten up the muscles in my shoulders and my back and create tension. It's a tension headache. Oh, those are the worst. Yeah. But yeah, I could definitely, I would definitely date somebody who wasn't a sm- big smoker. They would just have to be okay with me smoking at the very least on occasion or like on the very least once a day. Okay, I get that. Because, like, I know I can be excessive when I smoke sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I do, like, overuse it sometimes. But, yeah. But you're a connoisseur? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I'm a pothead anymore. So, it's like, what's the difference between a pothead and what you do now? I think when I was smoking a lot all the time and, like, Wanted to smoke before I went places. Wanted to smoke before I ate. Wanted to quote unquote smoke before I smoked. I, I saw a TikTok that was like, um, you probably have seen it, where it's like a girl and she's like talking. She's talking. She's really talking to somebody else, yeah. and she's like, "Hey, so like, do you want to smoke a bowl?" And then the friend is like, "Oh, okay, yeah. Like, I'll. Um, I have one already rolled, so we can smoke this one while you roll that one. And then when you're done with that, we can smoke that one. And then we can smoke our post blunt." exactly he's like wait so you want to smoke three blunts and then he's like have you smoked before have you smoked have we smoked together before yeah like that yeah that used to be me but now i'm just like you know i'm cool with just doing you know one two a day that's understandable yeah like the excitement of it has fizzled you know what i mean but i also like Y'all know that I'm into this whole habits book thing. I'm still into it. I'm just haven't been, haven't had the time to read it like I used to. Um, I try to read a chapter a day, but it does say that your environment, your environment has a lot to do with your habits. So did you notice, like, do you not smoke a lot anymore because you don't have the crowd around you that you used to have? 
Oh, 100%. That, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like our main activity. Smoking, yeah. Smoking, and hanging out. It was literally that 70s show's basement, basically. But I literally have felt the pressure to smoke, like to like condition my lungs to start smoking because of the social aspect of it. Like I, at my job, at my second job, like they all smoke. Like mm-hmm. I'll be on shift and then like slowly they'll all start to go on break. And then they'll all like go to break. Like I'll, I'll look around and everybody's just gone. And I'm the only one in that motherfucker. <laughs> back at the same time. And it's because they all took a smoke break. Damn, I just went and smoked weed. That's amazing. And I'm just like, I want to be included. But like, I don't smoke. Right. You just want to be included. Yeah, I just want to be included. Um, But also when I used to work at the theater, like we would have outings. Like I get invited to outings. I miss working at the theater for this aspect. Um, So like we'd, we'd have like parties or whatever. And then there'd be like, There'd be the drinkers, and then there'd be the smokers, and then there'd be the smoker smokers. So, like, if y'all don't know, there's weed, there's wax, there's, like, all this other shit. So there's, like, the people who smoked weed, and then there are people who, like, literally pressing out wax in, like, the back of the party. Kevin. (laughs) Oh, I miss Kevin. He was so cute. And, like, I was like, are you a drug dealer? Are you not a drug dealer? I don't know. (laughs) Like, he had two phones, and he was just like, I just, I love Kevin. I hope he's doing it. You said two phones? Uh Uh-huh. Drug dealer. (laughs) But it was like, he made you feel like he wasn't a drug dealer, but you were low-key like, are you? Are you not? Still to this day, he has me asking, are you a drug dealer? But he like, low-key had the, he is going to be a rapper. He had the flow that was so fucking sick. He's so cute. I was like, you're going to do something, Kevin. Anyways, um, I like, the social aspect of smoking intrigues me because like I'm an extrovert and I like to be around people and like socialize mm-hmm. but my lungs just can't take it and then I always think like Ariana Grande don't smoke and her lungs are great look at Whitney Houston like that's literally exactly what I think about I don't think Whitney Houston is a good example <laughs> well I mean like I mean like look what happened to Whitney no we obviously know there were other other factors involved in oh, what happened yeah she was on heroin <laughs> yeah. but or no, it was crack. No, it was crack. Even though heroin, I heard, is worse than crack. I believe it. Because, yeah, they say that you can die from trying to get yourself off of crack, off of heroin. Yeah, I don't, I, I just don't see the appeal. Me neither. Not at all. Um, but if you watch Demi Lovato's document, documentary, she explains it really well. I really need to see that because I just keep seeing the part where she like got out of her coma and she couldn't physically see. Yeah. And she like looked at her sister and she was like, who is that? Because she said she still has, she had like three strokes, organ failure um, and brain damage. She still can't like see, like I think her peripheral is messed up, but um yeah, and my I remember my sperm donor saying, "Be careful because we have an addictive personality." Yeah, and my first instinct was like, "You don't fucking know me, so how would you know?" And I think my response was, "I'm addicted to success and hard work." <laughs> Perfect response. 
which I mean, that's not a lie. I do work a lot and I like am motivated as fuck depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess like I have personal experience with this because the, the guy that I was in a situation for almost two years was a frequent smoker. Uh-huh. Like he would wake up and smoke. And then like a couple, couple hours later, he would take, like, he wasn't like smoking like full joints. Um, he would like, he had like this really big bowl that he kept on his table, like where his laptop was. And every, so every so often he would just like pack it, light it, take a couple of pulls and then, and then like go about his day. Right. But his personality never changed when he was smoking. Loki miss him, but like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he did other drugs, but like, I was never around him when he did other drugs, but I appreciated that he could smoke and not change, even though I said I would never want to be in a relationship with somebody who frequently smoked because I didn't like the smell and I didn't want my house to constantly smell like weed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that that was going to be a deal breaker for, for me and him if I wanted it to go further. Right. Because he's like, he wants to smoke. Um, and he was like, would I be able to smoke at your house? And I was like, you could smoke outside. But like, I don't want you smoking like in my bed. Then when you leave, my house is going to smell like weed for the next couple of months. Right. But that also, like, let's pull back an onion layer real quick. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my views on dating and smoking because of past things. But yeah, smoking is just integrated into my life. My cousin smoke, my mom smokes, my best friend smokes, I do edibles. If I my lungs were stronger, I probably would smoke too. But yeah. So if y'all have any questions about our journeys with weed, because I was a prude and it used to bother me a lot when Emily would smoke and then come around me. And I'd be like, why do like if you were gonna smoke, why would you asked me to hang out just because you hadn't like I don't know because when you were actually have we have we been around each other when you smoked lately like when you were here (laughs) yeah see like I don't notice it yeah because it doesn't affect me as much anymore when I first started smoking it like really affected me because it was like a new thing I was getting like blitzed out of my mind and like now because I'm such a like, because I was such a heavy smoker, it takes a lot more to get me to that point again. Right. Like, shit, I was high when we first started this. Yeah. So, yeah, like I, and I think that's what it is that you got used to. Because even, like, still, if people smoke and they're, like, even now when, like, people smoke and, like, they act, like, stupid or whatever, like, I'm, like, y'all not that serious like you can still smoke like I'm not even gonna lie like when I take an edible sometimes I'm just like out of it because I haven't I'm not I don't take edibles on a regular basis and I'll I don't like I'll stop for months and then I'll like take one and then I'll be like I take it at the end of my day and I'm just in my bed like chilling just hit (laughs) yes like it'll be like I'll be like okay I have to like time it out like I'll be like okay I have to do x this 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 I'll take it at 9.45 9.45 that way by the time I'm ready to go to bed it'll hit and then I'll knock out right. and then sometimes I don't time it properly and I can tell the exact moment when my high hit because my face just starts to vibrate and it feels like if you've ever seen oh my god it was like 
if you've ever seen Prince of Persia, which I might watch that tonight, and you know, like the time when they hit the the jewel on the top of the thing and it goes, oh yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Like I'm radiating my body outward. Hmm. That's kind of like when I can feel when my high just hit. See, that's interesting because when I first started eating edibles, like. My thing was like I could lay I could like sit down and I could just like feel myself rising up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel like it, I felt floaty like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. But literally I would just like that would be my thing like I would just like sit relax on a couch just close my eyes and fucking enjoy that feeling. Yeah, and that's like when I'm going to sleep that's exactly what it is like um, and it does help with anxiety. If you have like severe anxiety or you're dealing with something, um, I don't try to use it to escape my problems, but I do try to quiet my mind, especially like if I have to like do something the next day and I need to like actually sleep, I'll take an edible and just knock the fuck out and I'll be like rejuvenated the next day. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't victimize weed as much as I used to. Um, I understand it a lot more, but like, that's human, that's human nature. Like something is bad until you understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like sex, sex is bad until you understand it. True. So don't wait till your wedding night. Yes, please. You're going to walk away from anything with this episode. Make sure you're not a virgin on your wedding night. That's a waste of time and fucking space. But there are people, there are people like, um, a couple of my roommates were virgins and they she they experimented like with other things like obviously not backdoor stuff or front door stuff but they like they were a virgin in every aspect they were a virgin in just like sex sex but they like to make out they like to do like other things because you can do other things without actually having sex and I feel like that's even better than having actual sex depending on the person because personally and this will be like our last little note personally I didn't start having good sex until I was borderline in love with the person that I was with. Like I had such a strong physical connection with them that it was amazing. And even like the, I remember the first night that I had sex with this person and I remember orgasming and I had never orgasmed before with a guy. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) I was like, whoa, this is what I've been missing. I've been having all this sex just to get this moment. Was it worth it? And that's like exactly what it was. And that's like, that's why I stayed with this specific person so long because our physical connection and our emotional, our emotional connection was rocky, but the fact that like we like had that vibe together made it amazing. And that's the preview for our next week episode. All right, you guys, we'll talk to you on the next episode. Don't forget to follow and like on all of our platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and then like us on our Instagram, Sister Combo, um, Sister Combo Instagram, and Joanna Denise on Instagram. Emily is not really active on her socials, but follow her on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.